This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube boys and girls of the podcast platform? Welcome back. New year, new season. Hi, Jay. Hi, Brad. I thought you had more coming. I, I like thought that. I did too, and I kind of <laughs> drew a blank. It's been a long day. I'm uh, I'm on the road. Obviously, I'm in a hotel room. I'm not in the uh, normal office at home. I've been uh, at the 2023 Archery Trade Show Association show. So uh, it, it's been a grind, but it's been fun and uh, looking forward to doing the next one down here. What have you yeah, been up to, man? Oh, you know, just chilling, uh, you know, hunting season's over. Dealing with, dealing with a new dog oh yeah <laughs> you know it's funny it's like there's there's such a uh a romantic side to wanting a dog i mean i grew up with dogs just like you did you know i have very large laps of time without one and now i have one sure and it's a little bit of a learning curve again kind of forgot all the stuff that goes with it <laughs> Re regretting having one now I'm not saying I regret it, but there are moments you're just like, ah, oh, there was a 
moment in time, but <laughs> I could just sit on the couch and not have to worry about when the house was silent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> I find man, he's uh we rescued a this hound mix. Um he's about eleven months, twelve months. So still basically a puppy, of course. But, sure. Uh, he's got a good demeanor and everything. I mean, he's I don't know, he's he's pretty good pooch. He's only about like 30, 32 pounds. Nice. Nice. Yep. Good stuff. I like it, man. I like it. Uh thanks everybody for tuning back in. Uh we definitely enjoyed the holiday break. We hope you guys had a an epic Christmas and a happy new year and uh getting you guys off on the right foot. Uh, we got Richard DeVries in the house. He said, uh, missed you guys. Hope your holidays were enjoyable. I owe you a phone call, Richard, which reminds me. Uh, you we might have to wait till he gets back. Yeah, I, <laughs> I keep seeing pictures of him drinking fruity drinks on yeah. a beach down in the Caribbean or something like He's that. He's in Aruba. He's in Aruba. Is that where he is? Next, next three weeks, dude. Oh, rough yeah. life you got my friend i know it's no, uh, no wonder why he's like tuning in he's probably half in the in the bag you know enjoying life but it's it's probably like noon out there yeah, <laughs> i don't probably. know i don't even know where it is dude geologically so no i think they're I on eastern time zone is it eastern all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo tackle fishing adventures but uh Every year, this has been like a tradition for, I think, like three or four years now. Uh, we always like to kick off the year with our man, J.D. DeRosier. Uh, he always brings a positive influence and vibe to the show. And we like having him on, catching up, just shooting the breeze. We've uh, all been good friends for a really long time. Uh, so we got uh, J.D. in the house tonight. You got anything else you want to bring up before? No, let's just get JD in here. Yeah, I got one thing. Uh, we did have some schedule changes this year. We moved some stuff around in the schedule. We got some new segments to Paddle and Finn. Uh, so I hope you guys are looking forward to that. Um, I know the first episode of Director's Cut with Justin Hausner talking to specifically tournament directors and what makes their tournaments work and things like that. Uh, that'll air next week, Saturday. And then uh, we also have a new segment called crossover outdoors with Randy Newton. Uh, and uh, there'll be some interesting things there. I don't want to release too much, but uh, he should have his first episode out uh, soon. And that'll be on a Friday afternoon. So. Thanks, everybody, for being here. As, uh, as always, if you guys have any questions or comments, drop them in the comment section below. If you guys are listening on the podcast platform, thank you for being here, and we appreciate you guys. And uh, it's good to be back. Uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening on, uh, make sure you drop a rating down there. But without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the brother, J.D. DeRosia. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's happening, guys? Good, man. It's uh, it's good to see you, brother. Good to see you guys. Hope all's well. I mean, I hope you can see us with those glasses on, bro. Just saying. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. How how was how was your holidays? How's the family and all that good stuff, bro? Everybody's good, man. Thanks for asking. Uh, we spent 
four days down in Atlanta with our entire family, which was fantastic. It was good to see everybody again. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, we just kind of chilled out for New Year's, me and the wife, just enjoyed each other's time and got outside a little bit. Um, I, I hope you guys had a, a fantastic holiday also. Yeah, I think New Year's, me and the wife were in bed by like 1030. <laughs> We're like, you know, like my little brother's like, what are you guys doing tonight? You guys coming out? Are you going out? What are you going to do? And we're like, we're going to bed, bro. Like, we're old people now. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, like, how it just turns into, like, it's just another day. <laughs> like, you, yeah. know, you know, when you're younger, you're like, I got to go out and do whatever, get drunk and this and that. <clears throat> yeah, it changes quick. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's good to not have to uh, live that crazy nightlife anymore, you know? It's uh, more things in life to uh, enjoy and, and do, for sure. Like a bed. Yeah, like a bed is, <laughs> is right. Like a bed and like, like not having hangovers and things yeah, like that. That is for sure. Don't miss that at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Right there with you. Right there with you, man. What's new, man? We were just talking before we started, and you know, I'm sure a lot of folks know uh, you're a big fly fisherman, and you were you were tying up some patterns on the vice there. You kind of skipped fly tying night to uh, sit down and talk with us two jokers. So, uh, why don't you tell the uh, good folks at home what you're tying up, man? Yeah, um, so my vice and setups right behind me, and uh, I'm, I'm going out Sunday, so I wanted to. Get a couple nymphs tied up. So I, I was tying a pattern, a newer pattern. It's called the Batman. Uh, it's uh, basically turkey biots, a bead head, and uh, some purple dubbing. It's really, really cool looking, um, flashy. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of purple for some reason. I just okay. gravitate towards purple nymphs for some reason. And, uh, and then I was tying up, I always... But when I'm behind the vice at home, I've got to tie a couple foam flies. So I, I banged out a GFC hopper tonight. Uh, I don't know if I doubt I'll use it this weekend. I mean, it, it could be good as a dry dropper, but probably not. That's more of a spring, summertime pattern for us. Um, I throw tons of foam in the backcountry sure. when I'm chasing blue lines. Um, so always keeping that box fully stocked up and ready to go. Um yeah, you guys probably don't get the super cold weather like we do up north. Well, I should say I do up north now. Uh, Mr. Jay's in Tennessee down in Knoxville. But, uh, I mean, you're in South Carolina and, you know, you guys aren't getting a bunch of snow and stuff. Or or are you up in the, like, mountain ranges and stuff where you're going fly fishing and stuff? It snowed a little bit um, mid-December around up in the mountains, in the high country sure. of the mountains. Uh, no, I mean, we've only had one cold snap here in, in South Carolina and, uh, right around, well, it was actually Christmas, Christmas weekend. Uh, it dropped down to like, uh, like nine degrees or something. Um, but with the windshield, it was in the, my, it was like minus two, minus three. I think but, that was the whole country, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but no, like today it's, it's sixty five degrees outside and drizzling rain uh that's our problem we've got tons and tons and tons of rain this fall and winter 
too much. I've heard that. I was I think I was talking to Jimmy Skinner the other day, and he said uh, a lot of stuff in Alabama is just blown out and flooded, and mm-hmm. it's it, the water's crazy high. You know, I know he was saying, I think I forget what lake it was, and I don't want to miss, you know, speak, but um, he said it, you know, normally this time of year, water levels are at winter pool, and he's like, it's at like summer pool right now, if not above. And uh, it seems like the South has really just gotten pounded and pounded with rain. Which yeah, like just, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, which is just nuts. It's crazy. Like oh, uh, we had in December like almost two and a half weeks of solid rain. I think it didn't rain one day, and then we caught a break for about a week, and then we caught another day of rain, but they, it dropped four inches in twenty four hours, and I was like, "What is this? Is ridiculous?" Yeah, Chris Cabral. Uh, I've seen this too. He says we are flooded here in California, which I, I guess is kind of a good thing. I'm curious to to know what Californians think on this because, like, they've gotten a bunch of rain and snow up in the mountains, but they've had such a bad, bad <clears throat> drought. But because of that drought, I've seen like mudslides and things like that out there, which is just nuts. And Hopefully those reservoirs are filling back up with water. I know, you know, I'm sure we've all seen photographs of like how low those reservoirs out are out West, which is just nuts. Yeah. There's a, I, I think it has a lot to do with the El Nino and La Nina uh, transition. Cause you know, now we're going into more of a, a wetter, like a warmer, wetter uh, situation and California is getting pummeled. I think the Sierra's got like 20 feet of snow, Unlike that first big storm that came through. Yeah. Um, the, so. the wizard himself is in the house. He says, uh, it's been cr- pretty crazy, but we need it. And then Chris also replied that the uh, the reservoirs are filling fast. So. Yeah, it's like that cycle that, you know, people I, I get used to it, man. <laughs> it's I think it's just the way it's going to be. And it has been for a while. It just, you know, gets <clears> worse. I mean... And then we just had like that storm. I think it was the first storm come through here, which I'm sure JD's been getting some of it now. We're sure. about to like, and it, we got some hard, hard rains here. Our brother from another mother, Walton Doyle, in the house. He says, "What's up, JD and Brian?" He doesn't like Jay. Just okay. <laughs> nobody, What's no, up, Walt? Nobody does. <laughs> I, I do. I, I, pay I do, Brian man. To be on here. I, I like you, Jay. I like you, Jay. Yeah, like me because my money's green. It's fine. <laughs> you got money, bro. <laughs> if that's the case, your friendship dues are up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it the weather has been crazy this winter, man. Like even I'm in Indianapolis right now, and um, you know, at the trade show, people were talking two years ago. There was a crazy snowstorm that blew through, and I know last winter coming down here for the fishing show, um, I got stuck in some nasty weather where I was like, it was to the point where I was going to just pull off the side of the road. But uh, it's been raining here the past two days. Like this morning when I got up and grabbed some coffee and went downstairs, there was like lightning. And I'm like, what month is it? Like, this is yeah. nuts. But, you know, I'm from further north and I'm used to snow this time of year. 
So it's it's been wild, man. Been wild. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But so what's your plans for this year, JD? Like uh, last time we had you on, we talked about your media company, Immersive. Like, how's that going? And, and you know, things like that, man. Yeah, um, Immersive's going pretty well. Uh, we've got uh, several social media clients that I'm managing currently. And uh, yeah, uh, doing some prints, selling some prints, moving some prints taking a lot yeah uh, I, I did a huge uh photo shoot up in the back country um back in the fall when the leaves were in peak i got oh, up at cool. like 4 30 in the morning uh i was up there way too early for the sunrise but it was cool because i got to play around and start practicing some astrophotography nice. and um once the sun come up, it just it lit up the entire forest, which was amazing. Because this year we had tons of oranges, and we rarely get a huge amount of yellow leaves. But this year we had plenty of yellow leaves, and it was it was really pretty. Uh, I just actually uh, about an hour before the show threw one of the images up. It's got tons of oranges, and it's looking over the entire Pisgah Forage Forest Range. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, I mean, fishing wise, uh, obviously continue pushing myself, fly fishing and fly tying, um, fly tying wise, um, really want to learn how to do more like spinning of deer hair and, uh, just because it's just a more complex process. It is. Uh, it really is. Yeah. It's super hard. And I've got a really good friend, Don Bishop, that's really, really good tire. He's good at it. Um, so we're, we're supposed to get together and, and I'm going to start learning the basics of doing that. Um, and then chasing trout, I'll be doing that hardcore. Uh, I'm going to be concentrating a lot in the summer on waiting and chasing smallmouth on the fly. And then uh, another thing I really want to concentrate on, and I was actually talking to Bending Branches earlier about this this week, was bridging helping bridge that gap between kayaking and fly fishing there's i don't want to say there's a huge gap there but there's more conventional guys than there are fly fishermen but i just want to do more off the kayak uh, i enjoy being on it um right now i have a an inflatable nrs star rival and it's great it's open platform it's light and nimble uh but I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do, I do miss the plastic boats. Um, sure. I just, um, they, they have a, a very good purpose and, uh, they, there's a lot of good ones out there on the market now for, uh, fly fishing. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Um, I dig it. Kind of it, you know, keep pushing, you know, I'm going to shoot tons and tons of images this year. So. 
that's about it that I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> I dig it, man. I dig it. So what are, uh, I mean, can you share the companies you're doing some images for? Like who all is it? Or, or is that kind of classified information? No, I mean, uh, every company that I'm currently sponsored by, I'm doing images for them. Um, I did back in May, a, a big shoot for bending branches. Uh, it was, it was really fun cause it was, uh, I had another customer in front of them and it was all, I had to get it all wrapped up in three weeks before I went to Hawaii for 12 days. Oh, and I geez. was like, man, can I really do this and get them processed, you know, like edited and processed and, and back to them and give them enough time to look at them and get feedback. But it all worked out great. I had actually two days to spare. Um, but uh, Blue Dot Outfitters, uh, they're a local company here in Greenville. They make uh, waterproof cooler bags that are collapsible and, and will get really thin but expand open. They'll attach to your seat back. Nice. Um, they are also uh, developing current products. And um, I was uh, involved in the development of their kayak cart, which is, I don't want to compare it to anything, but it's very similar. It's similar to the Wilderness Systems kayak cart, but a, a lot better. Um, it, it'll hold more weight. It breaks down easier. Um, it's very easy to adjust the bunks in and out. Um, so I did a big photo shoot for, for those guys. Uh, Dotson Fly Fishing, I'm, I'm managing their social media, which is our local fly fishing shop. And nice. uh, you, you had an image up of there a minute ago. Of, uh, that's the massage uh, company that um, uh, they're called On Point Massage here in Greer. I was um, just scrolling through photos and then that popped up and I was like, uh, <laughs> JD, I think you accidentally slipped the private photo in there, bro. Like, uh, uh, what's going on here, homie? <laughs> Nah, they, I've got a really good relationship with them and it's been fun working with them. It's, you know, a total different route than what I mostly dabble in, but you know, it's, it's challenged me and it's been fun and it's kind of an open format. I can kind of do what I want to do. And we've got some, some new images and videos coming for those guys soon. That's cool, and, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's been, it's, it's fun. Um, and I will always shoot nature images that's just who i am it, it's it's interesting because i'm i'm dabbling in some stuff outside of my realm currently uh, and i think we talked about it before we went on break but i you know i took a new job at the end of november and and i'm working in the hunting or archery and fishing realm of things but our company actually got started in the rc world making parts for remote control airplanes so like i'm working in the hobby world too and like getting images and and things like that and promoting on social media and it's kind of put me out of my realm because i've been just well in and even on the archery side right like i've i've dabbled a little bit in that because i'm back in bow hunting and have been for a couple of years but i've always had my focus on fishing so it's like it's kind of cool because it's opened that creative mindset for me back again, instead of like, you know, the typical things you would think about for, for fishing shots and, and, you know, content, so to speak, which it's cool, man. I, I really, I've really been enjoying it. And, um, but being put outside of your element of what your normal or your, 
what you're used to is good. And I think it's good for your creative aspect too. I mean, you got any thoughts on that? No, I, I agree with everything you said. I think it, it pushes you, it pushes you your boundaries and it, it can really fire you up. You know I mean? Like you, you said it, I mean, you're going to have a total different outlook on capturing photo images going forward or content. Sure. And, and I think that's, that's super cool. It's being diverse. It's being, you know, like water, you're fluid, you're, you're capable of doing multiple things and multiple arenas. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's been an interesting journey thus far, man. And it's, uh, I definitely appreciate it. It's definitely opened my eyes. I think a lot of times we all get so focused on this, right. Instead of opening the, the blinders that we get put on, and you know taking it all in and coming at it from those different angles you know what i mean definitely and i think we've all been there too you know we've all we've all had our blunders on at some point sure sure jay still got his on can you see us now jay what (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) no it's uh it's interesting man but um so you you've been out fly fishing a bunch, doing a bunch of social media pro- promotion. That that's awesome and good to see. It's good to hear that immersive's kind of lifting off the ground for you, which is is awesome too, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. What's uh? So you got any uh, big fly fishing trips or anything like that planned for this year? Uh, possibly going to go out west. I keep saying it, but it. It looks like I'm. It may line up. Uh, I've kind of got the green light from from the boss to to go ahead and go. Oh, it's man. just a matter of when I want to go and where. Um, if I don't go out west, and I'm probably going to run up to like West Virginia and fish Shenandoah, um, nice the, the creeks and everything up through there. Uh, and then there's a we we were talking at Christmas about maybe possibly doing a, a family Christmas trip next year to like Puerto Vieira or somewhere. And if we go there, then yeah, I'm, you can bet your bottom dollar. I'm disappearing for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got Marlin, Mahi and rooster fish all right there at your fingertips. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. Uh, I want to still, I would love to still go to our, I want to go to Argentina so bad. I can't stand it, but that trip's usually in March and it's about five K not counting your flights. So, Oh wow. Yeah, it's expensive. So I'll just have to plan that out, but I I do definitely want to go. Um, but we're, we're, we're planning a big trip for next year, me and my wife. So that's all all in the planning stages. So I think every year we're going to try to, do like a really big trip like last year we went to hawaii so yeah we're looking at possibly going to another country for a while that's cool man that's cool uh nicholas beltran's in the house and he's asking when are you coming down to the south i know he's in florida Mm -hmm. i live in the south nicholas man <laughs> he wants right. me come to He's the way it. south. Yeah, yeah he wants me come. Out. Yeah, he wants me come to the tip of Florida. Man, I'd love to come down there and chase some some peas and some Oscars and cichlids and whatever else, clownfish, knifefish, whatever. Well, Let's do it. Man, 
he's the man for peacocks down there. That's for sure. He's always posting them up, man. Yeah, I wanted so so bad before Kwanzaa passed away. That was one of my like hard to dos was to get down there and fish with him. And I was so close to making it happen before he got sick, but sure, I miss it. And every time I see a peacock, I think of Kwanzaa. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd love to get down there and fish with those guys. I thought I was going to have a chance to do it in early December, but uh, we wound up not making that trip down there. Right on, man. Now that you're doing like some of the the work for some of these brands, will you be at ICAST this year? I don't know. Maybe. Um, it's it's being discussed a little bit. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I, maybe. I, would, I wouldn't be opposed to going. Um, I'd love well, to see all you, the boats and if you see. go i will take you to the finest chipotle restaurant in all of orlando florida dude i ate at chipotle last night and thought of both of y'all <laughs> <laughs> i just ate a burrito before we started and i was that's thinking funny. about it <laughs> that's hilarious that's right yeah you can party with jd and uh take you to the finest restaurant in his town which is chipotle <laughs> Hey, it was close oh, yeah. by. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man. It hey, was man. good too. I'm not gonna say it wasn't. Nah, I man. Dug, I, I dug every a, bite of that steak bowl. I'm just there, saying. There's a uh, new place in my hometown, which is Greer, um, and it's they've redone and been redoing the downtown scene for like ten years, and they built a, a food hall, and they oh, they've taken cool. like a 1930s building, put 2.8 million into the building, and created this food hall. And it has like a a cafe, bistro, coffee shop. It's got uh empanada shack, which is empanadas and Puerto Rican food. And then nice. my boys from Jamaica Me Ari opened up a spot in there. Um, they have uh, sushi and like ramen. And then in the back in another building, it's like craft beer, wine, and Louisiana food. And oh, all of it is superb. So. Yeah, it's always good to. It's got Jamaica now, Jamaican food, six minutes from my house. <laughs> Man, I sounds like a place where I go and hang out for a few days and get really fat. I like it. <laughs> they know me by name. <laughs> we need we need to make this happen. Yeah, make this happen. That's super cool, man. Super cool. It's always cool to see. Um. You know, cities and townships revamping those old buildings and doing and putting a modern twist on it. You know what I mean? I, I love the hell out of that stuff. Yeah, I think the architecture is so cool. And then, like you said, they completely gut it and put their yeah. spin on it. <clears throat> yeah, I like that whole modern industrial look. You know, I've always been a huge fan of that for probably the past 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it, it's super cool to see that stuff. Not only that, but, you know, keeping those old relics around, you know, instead of knocking them down and putting up some stupid building. I we got uh, Doug King in the house. He said, JD, good evening, brother. What's up, man? How you doing? But, uh, no, it's good stuff, man. I wish I could make it out West this year. I got a, I got a wedding to attend in May. And uh, I won't be able to uh, make any trips out west. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to this try guy, to get together one day soon. Either this out guy west I know, this guy I know is getting married. 
I'm just saying. Some, <laughs> some dude I know. I, I don't even know. Like, I just know that we're supposed to be going fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I got like this meeting to do the day before. I don't know. This meeting to do. <laughs> I mean, all I know is that there's going to be boats. It's going to be, you know. Some beers, you know, we're gonna have some fun. That's a 20 minute meeting, yeah. <laughs> change your yeah. life forever, yeah. yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That'll be the 20 to 30 minutes to be uh more approximate, but you know, <laughs> that'll be the uh most expensive uh 20 to 30 minute you ever have in your life, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, I even thought maybe we could squeeze in a little turkey hunting there, yeah. it's turkey hunting season still, it's the oh, last boy. weekend. I'm just saying. Oh boy. We can call oh we can call some turkeys from the Obey River. Just <laughs> it's private land all around the shores down there. That no, could happen. Yeah, well, you mean public. Uh public, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah, it's, it's like we're there. just gonna go ahead and break the law. It's yeah, it's uh it's all TVA yeah. land down there around yep. uh, the shores of Dale Hala. Yeah, we already seen those turkeys over there too. So yeah. I don't know, that thought passed my mind, you know. So just do the meeting, do some fishing, turkey on. I like it. <laughs> do some fishing, <laughs> do the meeting, do some turkey hunting. <laughs> That's a guy that sounds dedicated to his soon be soon to be had wife. You know. Hey, hey, it's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. Good stuff. <clears throat> No, that's cool, man. So when you go out west, if you go out west, are you planning on hitting Colorado? Are you going to go Wyoming, Utah? Like, what are you thinking? Probably Colorado and Wyoming. Because where where my buddy's at, he guides in Rand, and it's very close to the Wyoming border. Sure. Um, So, yeah, um, that's probably where I'll wind up going. Um, Unless... Me and my wife decide to go out there, then we'll probably stay in Wyoming and it won't all be about fishing. It'll be about, you know, do Yellowstone, do the Tetons, do some fishing, do some more fishing, go to Sims and Bozeman. And then I would like to, if we do it, I'd like to run up to Glacier National Park. Nice. That'd be cool. Richard's in the house. He said uh, Jay's date change from March to May was all about the fishing, I'm sure. I would put my money on it. I mean, my life is logistics, so (laughs) (laughs) it it, it just seemed logistical. (laughs) I was like, are you sure? It's going to be warmer. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, it's too good. Too good. Too good. No, it's cool, man. I, that that whole Wyoming Colorado border, like you said, there's so many awesome, awesome things to see and do in that area for sure. Um, the Tetons, I've never gone to the Tetons, and that's a that's a bucket list thing for me for sure. Absolutely, I'm, I figured like if I'm if I'm that close, I've I've got to get over there. Yeah, even if it's just for a day. Um, but yeah. We'll see, man. Because like, if my buddies, if I go out there and stay with my buddy or buddies, um, they'll be guiding and working in the fly shop, and they'll probably have a you know like two days off while I'm there. So sure, I'll sure, probably sure, be sure. you know venturing out some on my own, like, you know, just listening well, if you, to them. If you do, I got some spots I can send you 
uh, kind of on the Colorado yeah. River uh, and some spots down on the Blue River as well. Nice. Absolutely. I'll let you know if I get out there and we'll see what, see if it happens. I will say if you can make it to the blue over to the parts in Colorado, there is some much, I wouldn't say uh, more fish. The amount of fish in both areas is pretty good, but the quality is going to be much bigger down on that section of the blue. And I think we might have talked about that before. The rainbows down there, man, they're just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Nice. There was a, there was a, like a little short film I saw. Uh, I might have told you about this too. I think it's called Cold Cold Blue Nights or something. And some dude shot it down there, and they would go and fish the blue at night, um, in the middle of winter, and just catch some of the biggest rainbows you've ever seen in a small stream. That's amazing. I'm talking like eight plus pounders, like just. Whew nuts nuts but they would do it in the dead of winter they'd ski all day and then go out and fly fish at night wow that's crazy crazy dudes you know but uh yeah i'll have to send that to you because it's it's pretty cool to see in the cinematography in it is pretty cool and it's you know that area there it kind of flows through downtown uh silverthorne so and they have like a not necessarily like an outdoor mall, but it's kind of got that feel to it where it's a bunch of like outdoor little shops. There's a really cool uh, fly shop right there too, just off the river. Um, And I fished with a guide out there one time and uh, I think it's cutthroat angler or something like that. And uh, that's probably one of the biggest, most impressive fly shops I've ever been in. Like it's just, trays and trays and trays full of flies in uh as far as the eye can see and it's it's pretty cool uh, sounds like a good place to go broke yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> jd's I'm like a- yeah forget the tetons wyoming all that's it we're going straight to the yeah. Blue river <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say the quality of the brown trout in there as well is just as good. I love like the browns. I like them all. I'm not going to say I don't. That's what we may go chase wild rainbows this weekend. Nice. Yeah. Did you ever, uh, did you ever get your tiger trout? Man, I'm still chasing that thing. Because I want a wild tiger. I don't want, I don't want a stock tiger. I don't want one out of a hatchery. I want sure. one wild. And it, it'll it's probably gonna take forever. <laughs> it's fine. I'll probably catch a cutthroat or a cut bow before I do that thing, but that's cool. It gives me something to chase. Yeah, man. Keeps you going, right? That's absolutely. Um, you're talking trade shows and stuff. Uh the Atlanta fly fishing show or expo is, is coming up the first weekend of February. If any of the listeners are in the area, definitely swing by. It's going to be a huge show. Um, they've kicked it back up to three days. Uh, they've got huge lineup of fly tires. They call them celebrity tires, but they're really <laughs> just premium 
your very, very good sponsored fly tires like Tim Flagler is going to be there. Jeff Rowley is going to be there. Santeo. Um, but Tim Flagler was 2022 fly tire of the year. And oh, they, nice. you can walk right up to their vices and watch them tie and they'll give you pointers. Plus they put on clinics. Um, they're going to do the international fly fishing film festival Friday night. And nice. the icing on the cake is Douglas is going to have a huge booth. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So we'll be there. Um, I'll, I'm definitely, I've been talking to Kevin about, you know, what day you want me, man. Saturday? Yeah. Good. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, it's you, it's fun. You going to do any other shows like in your area? Yeah, if they pop up, man, I'm all about it. That's like, that's my thing. Oh, when like in kayaking, that was one of the things that I always would, would talk to the boat companies that I was paddling for. Like, hey, I, I love doing trade shows. You know, I love interacting with with the public and, and learning from them, them learning from me and just swapping stories. So, yeah, that's the one thing, like, I miss about being on a team is that. That's probably – that and the, some of the camaraderie. Yeah. That I, I loved going – like, that year I was at ACAS with Bonafide was fantastic. Um, uh, I was – when I was on the new team, I was – like slated to go with those guys. Um, sure. But yeah, it's uh it it would be fun to get back hard into that. I'll give you a couple of my trade shows if you want to go work them. <laughs> I just took a call the other day and that I got asked to go to Red Crest in uh in the Bassmaster Classic in March, I think it is and I mean, I always work the Schaumburg chicago fishing show as most people like to call it i'll be back down here uh in february one weekend uh at the indiana boat travel and sports show doing the and i'll probably have a seminar too i believe that i'm doing at indiana and then i got two seminars and i'll be at the show in madison nice and then i is it one more in there I forget. I don't know, dude. It's the, the classic's super fun. Like I've I worked the classic with Bonafide twice nice. and it was it was a it was a good time. Yeah. The one in I've Knoxville and the one in Greenville. Well, they're bringing it back to Knoxville this year. And I heard Knoxville was really good and then some some Yankee moved down that way and might have screwed that up. There's a lot of Yankees down here. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be more specific. <laughs> I mean, I think his name starts with J and ends in Randall. Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm really hoping uh, that all works out and uh, I make it there. And uh, I've always heard it's really, really good when it's in Knoxville, man. And, uh, you know, the guys that I've known like you that have, have participated in that show say it's, it's one of the best. It's fun, man, because the river's right behind the the center, the convention center. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, you have, have to let me know, man. I'll come up there. That convention center's huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think uh, uh, I think the Bassmaster Classics in South Carolina this year, isn't it? Is it? It or, was last uh, year. I mean, uh, I mean, Red Crest, Red Crest. There you uh, go. The MLF, I think it is. I'll have to look that up. But 
Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> Richard says, uh, Yankees that come down and stay are damn Yankees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know my one neighbor, it's, he calls me Yankee all the time. <laughs> but that's not going to go away. <laughs> it's not going to go away. It's fine. It is what it is. I mean, it'd be different if you were like 12 when you moved down there. True. True. And all you got to do is say a couple numbers, a couple words, and people will be like, where are you from? <laughs> you know, It's funny how that question comes up more than that. <laughs> Redcrest will be in North Carolina on uh, Lake Norman, just outside of Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That'll be cool. You might you might go to that, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me know. That's only like an hour and fifteen minutes up the road from me. Hopefully, they got a Chipotle there. Brian's gonna be so. down. I might have to make some efforts to come hook up with all you guys. Make some efforts. Yes, make some effort. <laughs> Instead of staying at the house, <laughs> Richard says, "If they marry a local girl, goddamn Yankees." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh it's good stuff it's good stuff that's if he lives to the wedding but go ahead yeah <laughs> yeah no it'll be uh it, it'll be interesting man it's it's crazy crazy show season for me but it's good to hear that they're doing some some bigger fly shows down in your area man i mean there's yeah, some that... beautiful trout com- country down in your area man yes i mean western north carolina's always in like the top five of the country so plenty plenty of water even still i think fly fishing has had this like stigma and i'm sure we talked about this on another show too like had this stigma of like being a rich man's like kind of form of fishing which that isn't necessarily the case any further and you're seeing a lot of guys get into it and chasing some some species other than trout like i know a lot of guys are big on carp fly fishing fly fishing for pike musky bass oh like, yeah all that stuff man it's good to see that yeah i agree there's a a, a section uh what's up dino <laughs> uh there's a section of the french broad you know just in Asheville. that sure. it's it's got musky in it but you know they're they're a they're a fish of 10,000 cast, but there's some huge ones. There's 40 inches roaming around in there and you're throwing, you're throwing, where's my camera? <laughs> you're throwing streamers, you know, that are eight, nine, 10 inches long. It's like yeah. casting a wet sock out there. But <coughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I want to dabble more into like, I, I love the fish for panfish for huge bluegill, like on my three weight. Um, that I will always do that because it's so much fun and it's in my backyard. And but I really want to concentrate, like I was saying earlier, on on chasing smallmouth on the fly. I think that'll be a, a good venture for me. It'll, it'll teach me new techniques, and I think it'll it'll also help me further myself when I go start fishing saltwater. You got shoal bass up in your area, or is that more Georgia, more south of you? This Georgia, yeah, that'd be fun. I could, I could get behind that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a big shoal bass craze with everybody down in that Georgia, Alabama area. You know, mm-hmm. and then like Brian, you know Adam Cauley real well, and 
yeah. he he lives in Augusta and man, he's sitting on one of the he's sitting on a really nice fishery for multiple fish, but he's got that smallmouth fishery down there that's it's really, really good. I floated it with him a long time ago and it was incredible. I mean, you're sticking nineteen inch smallmouth down there out of your kayak and it's a lot of fun. Dino says he could hook you up on some shoal bass. Yeah, man, I've I've fished with Dean before. We've had a good time, man. We've we've always me and Dean go way back. Um, I was seeing him at the shows and stuff like that. He's got a big heart, man. Yeah, we go back. I met Dean at Westbrook uh, when we just started the prototypes for Bonafide, um, and he he fell in love with him, and now he's on the team. So good for I'm, I'm happy for him. It's cool to see us whole venture come full circle yeah buddy yeah buddy <clears throat> so we're talking kayaks i'm gonna i'm a prod prod the kayak world so uh what you guys what what would y'all think would be the best uh kayak out or kayaks out for, for fall fishing right now i'll be biased <clears throat> Yeah, go for it, man. You, you know I'm going to say new canoe. Just, but on the flip side, I any kayak that's got a nice open deck platform like the U pick, U pick, Crescent Sholey, Mayfly, Mayfly CK One uh, by Crescent, any of the new canoe models. Yeah, any new canoe. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think anything that's got that open deck platform where you're not going to get hung up on something. I think the the new Bonafide RVR, that's got a full open deck up in the front. I think it's got a hatch up front, and Dean could probably answer that. It does. Yeah. Speak speak of Crescent Kayaks and Drew Gregory. Yeah, he was, it's like chat. he was just waiting. He's, <laughs> Crescent, he's got, what? He's got like a bot on his computer. He just sits there. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dean says it's still got a, a dry pod, but I mean, you're seeing a lot of a lot of the kayaks going back to that open open deck space the minimization high like highly module or or modular and yeah uh and uh like a lot of tracks right because everybody's different you know and with fly fishing you obviously don't want anything on that deck right Mm -hmm. right that's that's why i was thinking like in my mind i always think of new canoe sure but i like like the new kusa I like that. Oh yeah, yeah. How how they did the horizontal rod internal storage and it hold it's 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 designed also to do fly rods. Sure. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the inflatables are super good because there's nothing in front of you. Like I, I'm like Jay said, I don't want anything out there. Right. I don't want rod holders or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like now I don't even carry a, a black pack with me. I'm carrying because I have all these waterproof backpacks like from Fish Pond. I just attach that to my straps and roll with it. Nice. Uh, try to be like, I think for me, my kayaking has gone ultra minimalist. Sure. Um, sure. Well, you've always kind of been that way, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, uh, 
Yeah, I think, you know, when it comes to fly fishing, man, anything that's got nothing that your fly line could get caught up on because you're casting and stripping and casting and stripping line, you know. So the the least intrusions that that deck has, the better off you're going to be at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, too, the idea is to empty the line, like, into the cockpit and be able to get it out. And not have to go with like the the line pouch on the side and shoveling line in there. Yeah. Although that is an option, but yeah. it's really whatever you can put up with, I suppose. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I remember being at a fishing show one year, and I forget what year it was. And a guy was saying, and and I again forget what kind of kayak it was, but it it kind of had. Uh, some kind of pot, like a dry pot or storage area, or maybe it was even a pedal drive up front. And uh dude put a piece of like Yak Attack gear track on top of whatever it was, whether it was a pot or a drive or something. And then he had a five-gallon bucket that he would have in the back tank well. And then when he would get to his spot, he had mount like retro mounted this five-gallon bucket and he was stripping into that. But we all know how that goes. Like then it's getting caught in the handle of the bucket or, you know, on the, the edges and or you're getting it half in, half out. So, I mean, you know how it is, man. The kayak guys have always been DIY through and through, and they'll always figure out some, like, cool, ingenious way to, like, do things, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't, you know, a clean open deck or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, if it had foot pedals in it, I think you could take your two gear tracks and – not kind of like a tackle whip, you know, that mad yeah. meshy, but do that on a large scale. Sure. And attach it down. And then you have like a place to strip your line into. Yeah. It's big and open and you don't have to worry about it getting hung on a pod or, or your pet, uh, foot braces. Sorry. Interesting. <clears throat> Dude, we are blessed with royalty tonight. Fletch Griffin <laughs> in the house. What's up? What's up, Fletch? But uh, I I totally get where you're coming from, man. I mean, perfect example, Westbrook Supply, like custom rigging up of kayaks, you know? Like, look at what yeah, and Mike are doing down there. They can um, do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's just it. I mean, even if, if you didn't go that open decker out, not saying that you're not going to, because I'm sure yeah. you'd be like, why do I want to mess with this, right? But um for the simple fishing that you're doing but i mean then the, there's endless possibilities there yeah people are still doing it with you know your i guess your busier cockpit type situations pet, pedals even you know so it's it's really whatever you can put up with i suppose sure you know i mean you know everybody's different for sure yeah no doubt no doubt man well, uh, we're winding down here, boys. Uh, JD, we appreciate you taking the time out and taking it, taking a little time away from that fly time advice to sit down and uh, shoot the breeze and catch up and help kick off our season as usual, man. We we always appreciate you and your time, brother. Oh, man, I, I just want to thank both of y'all. Every time I'm on here, I'm very thankful, very blessed, and I, I, I look forward to it because I know we're going to laugh and cut up with each other and i just feel i feel honored to be on here again for the first time for the first show yeah no for sure brother <clears throat> we we wouldn't have it any other way 
But uh, hey, man, real quick, plug immersive where people can go follow it, get some of your prints and your images and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, immersive LLCs on Instagram. Uh, I haven't. I don't know if I'm going to put it on Facebook or not. And then uh, the the website's actually finished. Uh, I worked with a guy out in Oklahoma to to design the site, but I've got one, uh, two little things to to do before I throw it out there to the world. Um, but yeah, check us out on on Instagram. If you see something you like, send me a DM. Or if you have any questions about fly fishing or fly tying or kayaking, hit me up. You can get me on the gram. Like it. Like it. Mr. Randall, final thoughts, sir. <laughs> it's good talking to you again, JD. Absolutely, Jay. Good to see you, buddy. I promise I, we are going to hook up this year for sure. Yeah, man. Now that everything's we'll kind of settled down. Yeah, I knew you had to get your feet under you. And we'll make it happen in the spring, man. Like I said, we're we're like two hours or two and a half hours from each other. It's not. Yeah. That's not See, far at all. Now I'm really jealous. I'm two and you're two and a half hours away from the finest Chipotle <laughs> restaurant in all of South Carolina. This is true. <laughs> this is true. It's like Man. a pink. It's a pinky up situation. <laughs> pinky up. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I love it. I love it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in for the first one of the year. We appreciate you guys, as always. We're here every Thursday night, uh, typically 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. But because I'm in trade show mode, uh, we did it a little hour earlier, so I could go out and partake in some activities tonight. <laughs> you mean go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got another long day tomorrow. <laughs> but, to uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my brain tells me yes, but my gut tells me no. Yeah. Uh, but we appreciate you guys as always. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the new schedule, some of the new shows here on Paddle and Finn this year. And always, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddle and fin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. 
your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.